Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show.
I am thrilled this week to have a special guest, Ian Zumbach. Ian is a really amazing musician that I've recently come across and have found his music to be inspiring. He has a great new single that's coming out this coming Friday, which would be, uh, what is that, the 18th? Friday, November 18th, I believe. And, yes. Uh, the single is called Murderer Messenger, and it is a really creative song. I'm looking forward to talking with him today about all of the, the ins and outs of how it was made. There's a really nice mini-documentary online that we'll be discussing, and you can go and find. But as you're going to hear, Ian is a really great musician with a great heart for God. You can find out more about him on his website at, at ianzumbach.com. That's I-A-N-Z-U-M. B-A-C-K dot com, and I encourage all of our listeners to do that. So, without any further delay, Ian, welcome to the Voices in My Head podcast. Hey, Rick. Thanks for having me today. Now, I understand that you are living in Nashville now as a musician, but you aren't originally from Nashville. Where did you come from? I'm actually originally from upstate New York, uh, kind of near the Albany area in a little city called Cohoes, which is about 10 minutes north of Albany. I grew up there my whole life and, uh, and moved a little bit north of that region about, about, uh, for about a 10-year period before my family and I made the move down to Nashville about two years ago. Okay. Now, in Nashville, I know that you're not only making music, but you, you make some really uh, interesting and, and I would say unique uh, worshipful type music. Are you yourself a worship leader? I'm, I'm asking because I'm I'm just getting to know you actually as I'm hearing your music, so I'm intrigued to find out more about you. Yeah, so I'm actually not currently a full time worship leader here in Nashville. In fact, I've never never really been a full time worship leader. Um, I had I had done a worship leading on a weekly basis for a ministry in in New York called Real Hope Ministries that specialized in doing a celebrate recovery meeting mm. and uh, I would I would lead worship for that meeting every week for about 2 years but preceding that I've I've been on uh many worship teams and I've been a lay worship leader a lot of times um assisting you know a lot of time when when uh, uh the full-time worship leader would need a week off or would need a break you know I would I would go ahead and lead the services so I've never had a full-time worship leader position but I, I've done a lot of it, and it seems to be um, uh, a consistent 
assistance to folks that need a break sometimes where I'll come in and I'll, and I'll lead for them. Oh, that's great. And I see that you're a guitar player, especially on the documentary. I, I enjoyed getting to watch you play a little bit. Is that your main instrument, or do you consider yourself like a multi-instrumental guy and you like to play around on different ones? Or what's, what's, your, what's your instrumental life, I guess I would ask? Yeah, well, I, I play, play guitar primarily. Um, I would like to think that I can play drums. <laughs> In fact, you know, when I first started playing music when I was a little kid, I, I inclined more towards drums, but I never really, I never really became proficient at it. It was really guitar that that seemed to make sense to me, and and so so that's been my instrument. I've never really branched out outside of it. Uh, if I had more time, I'd love to learn to play keyboard, but oh, sure. uh, but but right now it's just guitar. Well, what is it about kids? Because I have a three-year-old at home, and he likes to consider himself a drummer too. You know, he gets on our kit and just starts wailing on that thing, and it's just something about the banging. I think all kids love that. It's true. It's so <laughs> true. And I think some of the earliest pictures that my mom has of me uh, doing any kind of music was me just taking all the pots and pans out of the cupboard and setting them up in the kitchen floor and just hitting them with whatever kind of wooden ladle or spatula or whatever I could find that would make a clanging sound. Yeah, well, it's it's just something kids like to do for some reason. Now, just to give the, the podcast listeners a little bit of, of background about how we connected today, um, just a few weeks ago, I was in Kansas City, and I was a guest of Worship Leader Magazine at the National Worship Leader Convention. Had a great time out there, got to sit in and uh, do some songwriting panels and things like that, and, and it was a lot of fun. And some of the people that I got to meet while I was out there is the group, the Brothers McClurg, which you know very well. And Chris, yeah. Chris and I have especially been communicating back and forth ever since that day and have been setting up a concert in the future together, so we're looking forward to that. And this past weekend, um, he sent me this documentary, and it's, it's a mini documentary. It's maybe 10, 15 minutes long, and it's about this new single that you have coming out. And he said, I think you're really going to dig this. And so I saw it, and I immediately wrote him back, and I said, I love it. Can I get him on the podcast? <laughs> so, wow. uh, so awesome. I, I literally, I'm, I'm loving getting to know you a little bit more over conversation. But I literally am learning about your music first, and uh, through that really incredible little documentary. I, I want to talk just a bit about that because Chris is um, a pretty great producer, and and he's the producer of this album, correct? Or this? That's correct. This song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the single and, and the upcoming album. The single and the upcoming album. Now, one thing that I found so fascinating just about how his mind works and the way it came off so beautifully on your new song is the record needle and what he did with that. I wonder if you would mind talking to the listeners just a little bit because I know you know what I mean and it plays such a prominent role, but I never would have thought of the record needle as being an instrument on a track, but it really is on this song. Sure, sure. So, so Chris is innovative and creative and he's constantly thinking about new ways that he can maybe introduce uh, things that haven't been done into a recording process and uh, and and so apparently um, he was he listens to vinyl a lot and he has a huge collection if you've ever been to if you ever you know for most people probably won't get to be going to his house but you know <laughs> at his house if you walk in it's just like his whole downstairs is vinyl records he just has a 
huge collection. He loves it. So he listens to most of the music that he listens to on vinyl. And so when he listens to it, he'll put the record on on his turntable. And generally, most I think vinyls are like 20 minutes on one side. And so once the 20-minute uh, goes through, the needle hits this paper at the end of the at the end of the vinyl and and so if it's a few minutes before you get over to turn the vinyl over it it sort of wears in this sort of um almost like mark i would say on the vinyl and on the paper and one night he was just listening to a vinyl and he let it let it go and he heard uh, almost sounded like a, an abstract beat coming off of one of his records. Hmm. And he just had this creative idea like, wow, what if we recorded that sound when the needle hits the paper and abstract it, isolate it, and create a beat organically for uh, like a, a project that we're working on? So he and I were in communication already, and and this kind of happened around the time that we were talking. And he approached me and said, man, I've got this idea that just kind of occurred to me. What do you think about trying this on your on your song? Mm-hmm. And I love the idea because the the song is really inclined more towards, uh, you know, kind of uh, rooty, um, you know, folky kind of inclinations, but really, um, really still needs some sort of beat. So to have yeah. that incorporated is 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 really I think a really cool feature, especially in the documentary, when you get to watch it and see how he, how he describes it and communicates about it. I think it's uh, it's really special. Oh, I I agree with you, and it really has a great sound overall on the track itself. It's I, again, you know, I I, I don't uh, know too many people that would have thought of that to use it as an actual part on the track and an instrument on the track. But the more I listen to it, the more I think, yeah, that's really like it's. It's hard to, uh, I guess in my mind, I think of like an old reel-to-reel film that you watch, you know, in some ways, and, and you're yeah. watching on, uh, if, if you're seeing one of those old reels and it's kind of making that crackling sound, it's almost like the equivalent of that, only the audio version, because you're listening to a song that has sort of this classic feel to it. So it really, while your song sounds very new and very modern, it also has almost a, a timeless sound to it because of the needle going through it, but... It's great. Well, I want to encourage anybody listening to the podcast. First of all, um, you can actually go to worshipleader.com, and that's where you you can find Worship Leader magazine and all kinds of stuff. And you can look up Harmonized Sounds Episode 2, Murderer, A Messenger, and you'll be able to watch that mini-documentary. And I think maybe the easier way is if you want to just go to YouTube and look up Ian Zumbach, Murderer, A Messenger. And the song itself is you know and it's not just only a, a very well crafted song but i think it's a very truthful song and i wonder if you could talk a little bit about it I'll, I'll tell you first what it sounds like to me and i know it's a song for all of us but i can't help thinking of the apostle paul uh whenever i hear the words of the song and and the way that you know god took him from literally being a murderer to a messenger and it so maybe just talk to us a little bit about the the message of the song and the intent for it sure that well you hit the nail on the head um you know we jessica crawford who's the other writer and performer on the on the track and i were uh we were writing and um and we we just kind of had this idea that i brought to the table that 
that I wanted to write a song based on my experience with with worship leading at the Celebrate Recovery groups. A lot of times there's there's and I don't think it's just in the Celebrate Recovery program, but probably just in general, a lot of people have have feelings of insecurity or unworthiness or mm. or or not sure if you know I've done these things. How can God let that go? And even beyond that, how can God even consider using me? And I think that's a that's that's an area where people struggle, but God wants to use use us, and God obviously wants to forgive us and pr- provide a way for us to to be freed from our shame and from our guilt. And and when I considered Paul um, consenting to murder imprisoning people but then god using him to to affect the world as we know it for his sake was the was the example that i wanted to really focus in on to encourage others to to say hey god you know what i know i might i might have made a mess in the past but god use me god i'm available god forgive me i I receive this love and so because we can look to Paul and see that example of, of how God can use a person. And so when I brought the um, brought that idea to Jessica into the writing session and we started we started writing the song, I had had a, a like a, a riff to go along with it too. And uh, and so when we started writing it, I think I share this in the documentary too. Um, we do co-writes with other writers too, and so sometimes. You know, if you're writing for someone else's project and they have a, you know, they have a bent towards, you know, this is going to be a congregational worship song. Sure. You know, we'll, we'll write in that, we'll write in that style. And we started looking at it that way, but the more we got into it, and the more I was able to introduce some of the content, even being somewhat autobiographical, I felt like God was opening up my heart in a way to say, I want you to share not only Paul's story. But share from your heart mm. and the things that you've been through, because that's the thing I think a lot of times that connect with people, you know, is sure. that, you know, is that their personal stories or their personal feelings or just being willing to be vulnerable to share those things, even if they're um, uh, even if they're hard to share, allows other people to say, you know, what, I've I've been there. I feel that, too. And so I can connect with this right away. And so we we throughout the all, the all the you know preconceptions about how we should approach it and just said god you know open up our hearts to just share openly and so we started the song in nashville we completed it um while we were playing an event called atlanta fest um during some downtime and when we when we completed it we just felt like man god we feel like your hand is upon this we just pray you'd take it and use it and do whatever you will and purpose with it. But we're just grateful to be uh, transmitters, I guess, you know, of something that maybe he wanted to share. Yeah. Well, it's it's really special when those kinds of things happen in the midst of, you know, the. I feel like their songwriting for me usually is about 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. <laughs> but there are those there are those times when. I feel like kind of heaven meets earth in the midst of our songwriting and something happens and I, I, I feel like there's that sort of connection happening. I really do whenever I listen to the words of this song I'm, uh, and 
to get to hear it again last night as a track by itself, not just on the video that I saw, but to just be able to take some time and just allow myself to absorb the song, I really do feel like it helps us to make that sort of a connection with God and with our own human state. So I, I feel like you did a very a very nice job with this. Thank you. Well, I, I do want uh, to close the podcast today. I'm going to be playing the, the, your new song, which comes out this Friday, Murderer or Messenger. But I also want to tell people about the EP that you already do have available right now. Where, and I actually listened to it some on um, Apple Music. I'm, I'm sure you can stream it from other places. But the EP is called Father's Son. And there's a few tracks on there where you can already hear the good work that Ian is doing. And so I want to refer everyone to that. And once again, let's uh, send everybody to ianzumbach.com because that's a, a great place to go and find out more about him. And I'm excited about your release this Friday. I think it's going to be a, a really um, – I hope it'll be a very popular song and a lot of people really latch on to it. Did you have anything else while we are on a conversation together here that you wanted to share about either this single or your upcoming project? Or if you want to declare your presidency for four years from now or anything like that, you know, that you'd like to do. <laughs> Uh-oh, I think I lost you. All right, Ian was having some problems with his Bluetooth, so I'm I'm not sure if he's with us on the line right now. Um, um, I was, are you back? Uh, I, oh, sorry, we lost you a second, Ian. Sorry about that. We uh, we got to the end. We got to my dumb joke about the president, and then I heard you laugh and you cut out. So whatever you were saying, maybe you could say it again. Well, I was just going to say I don't think I want to run for president. That's that's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't. I wouldn't be qualified for that. Well, all. that that hasn't stopped our our president elect, so it's no problem. <laughs> you, the, the the dream is a reality, man. You can. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you know God's done God's done wilder things, right? <laughs> um, so so yeah, I mean, I would just say if you know, I'm one thing I'm really excited about is I I recently um recently signed a, a record deal with uh sprig music who also represents represents brothers mcclurg and uh, another friend of mine weston skaggs and some other artists um on that label and and that and that label is doing some really cool things community wise and felt there's and fellowship wise amongst one of them because the bent so ministry minded and so inclined towards serving a serving a niche of 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 ex musical expression and art through through worship um it's a little slightly left of center but still very accessible and and encouraging to the listeners so i would say if you want to check out what's 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 going on with sprig music and find out about the other artists too i would go to sprigmusic.com sprigmusic.com well thank you for sharing with us today and we are going to close out today's podcast with your new single murderer a messenger ian zumbach thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week Thanks, Rick. Appreciate your time, brother.
Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames. Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.